But right now on the line from what I am assuming is Auckland City, I'm joined by Tom Cunliffe. Morena to you, Tom. Good morning. It is Auckland City. Nice. And how is Auckland City today? Auckland City is lovely. Nice. Sunny outside. No rain? No rain as of yet. No wind? Have you got power? There will, there'll be some rain. Have you got There's pa- always a bit of rain. Have you got power at your house? I have power. Nice. Yeah. Did you lose I'm power? One of the lucky ones. Yeah. Nah, nah. But, um... A lot of my friends did. Yeah, yeah. I hope you offered them um, hot totties and a couch for the night. Yeah, I did. I've, I've, I offered the showers. I think that was the thing that was uh, most wanted. <laughs> so oh. we had a few few people trekking over to the house for the yeah. showers. Yeah, showers and like filling up um, car- like flasks of hot water for like morning coffees. <laughs> no shower and no coffee. I don't think I would even bother waking up. Ah, uh, that's. You can't live in Greyland without having your morning coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, you're... Well, I mean, do we call it your sophomore effort? Because it's not your third album. I um, mean, it's not your second album, but, I mean, I guess it's your second big release. Um, well, yeah, that first... I'm assuming you've been that thing on Red Leather Blues, which was on Bandcamp, which was basically just a bunch of demos that I did mm. in my bedroom. Um, and I guess I never, I never thought about it as an album because I was just, like, playing around with songwriting, but... Um, so yeah, so I'm calling my second album that that collection of songs um, is I don't know. You don't know. It's a thing that's like it's it's a thing, and it's a thing. I, I guess at the time I was like, well, it's 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 just stuff I put on the internet. But then stuff on you put on the internet now, that's an album. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because it's been catalogued and uh, and and ordered from one to um, how many songs, and it lo- it looks like it could be, and it has a title. Um, but I, I guess so. it's easier yeah. than just putting up individual songs. In their places along the way, you just like I'll just put these, this this collection of tracks. Um, now yeah. you're, I guess you call a recording mate. Nadia Reed has an album exactly kind of the same. Um, yeah, I remember out. reading about. Oh, she recently put it back up, eh? Mm, mm, mm. And it's fantastic. Yeah. I still play songs from it, and she texts me and is all embarrassed. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like. I like. You know, that's why I've got it up. Is because there's been times where I took it down as well, and then I was like, no, actually, I like the, I like it's nostalgic, you know, and I, yeah. I like to think of, you know, what I was thinking back then when I was writing songs, and you know, and there's still stuff I like out of it. I mean, it's part of your musical journey, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of the musical journey, I mean, you are. I mean, if you look at those songs, they are very um, one man, one guitar folk tracks, and you're obviously recording them by yourself in, in a room. Then you know you go to this kind of almost straight country tinge with bluegrass and some old timey in there as well. With your, we'll call it your first release, uh, <laughs> and now you've kind of stopped at this, um, you know, folk come pop. It's quite poppy. This new work. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess this one was like I didn't have any I wasn't in any genre um, in my mind um, so we kind of like cho- uh, and we kind of wanted to do each song <clears throat> you know its own merits mm-hmm. uh, treat it treat it individually um, like the th- I, I, I hope that the themes throughout the album ca- you know make it co- cohesive like lyrically and yeah. conceptually um, and then and then sonically like we just yeah we just wanted to be experimental and um fun and uh and just you know if there's if there's a dark song make it dark and if there's a if there's a light song make it light yeah yeah so it's um template template for love of course um, and it's almost mm-hmm. like you didn't have a template for the tracks at all 
We did not have yeah exactly yeah we didn't have a template. Uh, there was we I guess like in, in I still think of it as a folk album, um, and there's been so many years of of music influenced by folk. Um, I mean I guess there's been folk music's been for forever, but mm. but you know since that sixties folk thing. Um, there's always been songwriters influenced by it and there's so many different styles and 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 i didn't feel like um there's any point in limiting it to um to a, an era or uh, you know um there's there's so many ways to tell a story mm-hmm. um and there's so many different styles of music that i can relate to that move me so um yeah i didn't feel like a putting a, a filter over the whole thing well that's good i mean i mean and i guess it's a, it's not an overly dumb thing but why can't you just create albums and have individual songs sounding like the individual song why does it have to why does the sound of an album have to be the sound of an album a cohesive package yeah i wonder was it i guess like the beatles kind of like, back in like in the early in the those early folk albums like the early dylan ones um they were really varied mm. in terms of tone. Um, I know it was just him and acoustic guitar, but you know there was like silly songs and the heartfelt love songs, and then like the political songs, and so really varied. And then like, you know, maybe the Beatles and they sort of started to do those, and like you know, Pet Sounds, the sort of more concepty album thing became really popular. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and so I don't know, but now we listen to playlists so much that I think people are used to having variation it's when they true live. it's true yeah so uh, goddamn playlists and like Kendrick Kendrick Lamar's albums are like really buried mm-hmm. um, I don't know I think it's I think it's I think it's going that way maybe or yeah are, well I mean yeah, more open to that I think it kind of maybe helps with people's attention spans these days if you do yeah. if you do change it up a little bit yeah maybe because otherwise they'll be you know they could go oh, I just would like you know go back to that one song a thousand times uh, which yeah. is great which is great don't get me wrong and it's good. but um yeah no I, I i do like the change up a, a lot um now this is the album that nearly didn't happen uh, in a way and you'll be one of the um few people um that i've ever talked to that's kind of benefited from um the cold war part two uh, <laughs> yeah can you, can you tell us a little bit about that um well we kind of we kind of booked this time in um, sort of vaguely um, for me and um, the Yarra Benders, which is Marlon Williams' band. Yeah. Because um, I'm friend, good friends with Dave Kahn. And we were going to go down to Littleton, um, which we ended up doing. But anyway, uh, they were going to... It almost didn't happen because they had a, a run of festivals booked uh, around the same time in Russia. And, um, and it turns out that they couldn't get visas to go over there. Uh, so that gave me the two weeks with them yeah uh, which was very <laughs> fortuitous yeah yeah um it'd be interesting well i mean you know russia's russia it's a country and people enjoy music but i always get this whole like weirded out vibe about bands going to tour you know, western bands touring and behind the the curtain of the east but i guess it's just like yeah. going anywhere else i said the the political situation's just a little bit different yeah i i I guess it's just like going everywhere else, and you kind of have to think, well, <laughs> yeah, am I going to make a political stand against yeah, you know, their, their human rights, or, or is it, am I giving some sort of 
you know, enjoyment to people. It's just regular people, right? Mm, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going to guess the whole Lord and Israel thing, right? That was, but let's not yeah. get into geopolitical stuff unless you want to. Yeah, that's that's interesting because yeah, I'm totally like yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, their treatment of Palestinians, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting that's the thing that Lord has to deal with. Uh, yes. I probably never will. Well, you might. Let's hope. I guess <laughs> no. I guess actually, that's uh, maybe the point is like you you should be taking if you're going to take stands, you take stands whether you're massive or not. Yeah, that's well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but well, we're glad it happened. Now, um, is there an actual template for love? Have you discovered it, or did you just give the the album that title? Because uh, the, you know, the, I, the, the template for love, the title comes from the last line in the album. It, uh, it's actually an album that's um, that's sort of just. Well, discusses uh, society's um, idealized notions of love and um, and potentially how that's a, a negative thing and that, mm -hmm. that the, the we're changing it, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so the template for love is more of the um, uh, is, is not the hero of the album. The t template for love is the the um, oh. nemesis of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, I mean, a lot of people have this construct around love. You know, I, yeah. I guess you, you and you're talking about um, people like family first, saying it should be between a man and a woman. Uh, and, and exactly, that, that's the template for love. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. so I mean, templates only usually work in computers uh, and further <laughs> things. Humans shouldn't use templates, uh, and they should go, uh, you know, situation to situation in a, in a way. So, oh, that's good. So, so you know, that, so there, is it a, is it a thing that runs through the whole album? Um, yeah, I think it's sprinkled throughout there. It's not, um, there are some songs that it's more overt where I'm sort of saying what I think, and there's some where hopefully just my approach to love is slightly different to that template or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did find that, I mean, I found that interesting that you, you know, that thing that you picked up on there where it's like, you know, temp a template and love shouldn't be compatible, but, mm. um, yet that's the way we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a template for life, you know, there shouldn't be a template for life. Yeah. Regardless. It's like that whole thing when you've, you've just turned 18 and somehow you're being told you have to go to university right now. And it's yeah, like, yeah. what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And then by the time you're 30, you've got, you, you have to have your two kids and have bought a house. I mean, times evolve and times change, and you have to change with those times, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm 31 now, and it's like people at my age are like, sweet, locked it in, this, now, forever. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it, it's kind of like, I mean, if that works, and if you're happy, yeah. brilliant, perfect. Mm -hmm. But um, people are going to live long. You know, like thirty is, um, you know, thirty percent of a hundred. Yeah. You know? yeah. So uh, it just seems like a crazy thing, but in my, you know, in my opinion, it's like you, life will keep changing, and so keep changing with it. Yeah, yeah, and like we live longer, longer now than when those constructs were built, anyway. So um, yeah, times have changed um, in that way. I read a thing recently that said they reckon that the person the first person who will live forever has already been born wow yeah well, i know google's spending a lot of money trying to extend life google is oh yeah yeah the google the billionaires backers behind google they've got life they've, i mean it's an open thing though everybody knows about it well obviously not everybody but um, <laughs> like they, they, they have a project going on um about life extinction which is interesting. oh wow yeah yeah um 
scary, uh, really, to be honest. Um, who'd want to live forever? Great line from um, the great Freddie Mercury, really. Um, yeah. Yes, all his songs from the Highlander. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so you're coming to Otipoti. Um, has it been a while yeah. since you were last in town? Pardon? When was the last time you were in town? And you, Are you excited um, about coming back? Last time I was in town, I was touring with Rib Fountain. Um, oh, not and that it was around. Know. It was last year. It was when I was uh, recording this album. Yeah, you played at Plato, right? Uh, no, was it the I played at, um, she she played at Plato later on. She also played at um, the Folk Club, oh. which I played at as well. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, um, which was great. It was a great little show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last time I was in Dunedin. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, go on. Before that, man, not, not for a long time. Um, maybe my brother's graduation or something. Uh, uh, but I used to live there. Um, yeah. I used to... I, uh, I lived out in Broad Bay on the um, peninsula and uh, just for a year of high school my last year of high school went to King's and um, used to work out at the Portobello store in my uni holidays and uh, make fish and chips because mm. it was like fish and chip shop and the store next to each other uh, and I used to take too long making the burgers I remember that <laughs> hey, it was well. hectic man Friday night at the Portobello store look at Crazy. the similarities between you and Marlon Williams going on here he used to live <laughs> he used to work in the Littleton store rolling ice oh yeah 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 totally <laughs> <laughs> yes very good um, alright and you're playing at the Captain Cook Hotel so um, being yeah. uh, that you used to live here you'll know about the hotel and that must be um, you must be excited about that yeah it's really cool um, I mean yeah it's been what around since 1880 or Six, something something Oh, something ridiculous. Something. An old year. It's, it's pretty, yeah, a long time ago. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, and it's it's really cool that um, Mike's got it back up and back up and going. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. You're playing with the Charcoal Burners? Yeah, Charcoal Burners are, are going to open. Um, so that'll be, that'll be cool. Um, their album's really great. I've been listening to that a bit. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So that's on the 27th, so next weekend. Um, not this weekend, next weekend, I mean. And uh, tickets are available from tomcunliffemusic.com. Uh, yeah. The way to go. And that means you can check out your website and check out your music. And uh, the album's out now, and the singles are up on um, all the platforms online as well. Um, and you've got videos out too. So there's so yeah. many ways to see um, what's going on. Um, re- really uh, enjoyed the album, Tom. Oh, cool, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, no, yeah. thank you. So, it's going to be great to have you down seeing you play it live. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I've re- really been enjoying. I've played two shows so far. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it. So, um, um, it's really great to um, finally, you know, take it out and and take it on the road and and share it. Yes, and you'll be um you'll be playing a couple of more shows before you get to Dunedin, no doubt. So, um, good luck with the with the tour. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, and um, choose a song, any song. Well, one from from the album. Um, I've been bitten by an old white man. I've been bitten by an old white man. Haven't we all, Tom? Haven't we all? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of us have. <laughs> hey, um, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, and been a great chat. Yeah, and um, we'll see you on the stage at the Captain Cook Hotel on the twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. All right, all right thanks. See Tom. you out there. All right. See you, mate. Bye. Tom Cunliffe, Template for Love, is out now. Find it on Spotify. Um, oh, I shouldn't. I probably should. Is he still there? Have you got physical copies? You bring down physical physical copies? Yeah, I'm going to bring down a whole bunch of vinyls and CDs if you have the CD player. Oh. Um, 
but then you can also do the Spotify and Apple Music and mm. Tidal and whatever the, the, the new ones are. Google, I think it's a Google one. Yeah, yeah. Or um, buy it from Bandcamp, that's always the way. Yeah, Bandcamp's great. That's yeah. great for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy it from Bandcamp. And I think Tidal's probably the best of the streaming services in terms of money-wise. So, uh, Is it? I think so. That's what I hear. Oh, cool. That's what I hear. So we really need to get Tidal up and going. A bit more, yeah, yeah, because you yeah. know the most important part of uh, any streaming ser- service is paying the artist. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> well, it should be. <laughs> it should. I guess it should be. Uh, you know, I actually I have no complaints about streaming. I really love it. I, I I really love the fact that I can say to anyone at any time, "Hey, check out my song. It's on Spotify," and they can take their phone out and listen to it right there. So that's such. There's no. There's no barrier between someone listening to the song it's, it's it's i like that well good i'm glad you like it i still figure like out it. how to make money out of it later <laughs> <laughs> all right all right once again tom thank you so much and we'll see you soon cool cheers bye all right here's i've been bitten by an old white man from template for love from tom cunliffe you're on the one 91 fm This ridiculous shit There's no faith in equality Cause God's 